listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. Are you excited? Because we got a holistic pediatrician on today's podcast. That's right. If you're a mom or a dad and you're constantly going to the doctor with your kids and you're just being prescribed creams or medications, you know, that stuff can work for sure. But we want to let you know that there's something deeper causing these symptoms in your children. Okay. Going live today with Dr. Anna Marie Temple. You're going to love learning about how her work as a holistic pediatrician has changed so many lives. Plus, her specialty is just such a game changer, okay? She is an expert in eczema treatment for your kids. Now, we're talking about helping you change what's causing that eczema, right? How to raise healthy kids in an unhealthy world. She works with families to boost immune systems and get everyone healthy with less medication. We dive into like, hey, is this stuff normal that our kids are experiencing and how to overcome them? Let's go. Well, first of all, Dr. Anna Marie, how did you become a holistic pediatrician? What does that mean exactly? That is, you know, the word, the question of the century. Everyone's like, what does that mean? Yeah, so, like, what's the difference? Am, am what? <laughs> I, mommy's listening or saying, wait, am I going to the wrong one? What's going on? Right. So, you know, when I, um, I, I'm traditionally trained pediatrician, traditional Western medical school. And in 2007, all three of my children were plagued by chronic disease. Wow. One of them had um, recurrent um, asthma attacks, recurrent ear infections, croup, eczema, asthma, constant patient. And then my youngest son had severe seasonal allergies. He couldn't even go outside to do an Easter egg hunt because his eyes would swell shut. Mm-hmm. Tears streamed down his face and his body was covered in hives. And he would writhe on the ground in pain from scratching so bad. And then my middle one was full of snot, like the kind of boogers that you would never be allowed to go to school these days. Anyway, and so one day I was tired of my three kids being so sick on so many meds. I took them to their pediatrician and I didn't like their answers. For my little one, they said, we've run out of medication He was on five allergy medicines at that time. Wow. He said the only option is allergy shots. Mm -hmm. He was two years old. For my daughter, they're like, oh, well, as long as she takes her inhaled steroids, her asthma will be good, topical steroids, her eczema will be fine. For her allergy, she will take Zyrtec and she will eventually outgrow her ear infections. She will take Miralax for daily and her constipation is resolved, except and on and on and on. By the time we got to my middle one with his snot, congestion, ADHD, and all the other stuff, I stopped paying attention. And I walked out of that office lost, confused, frustrated. And I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and mama warrior takes over and she's like, wait, what? Like my, the, you're saying that the story of my children is that they're going to be on chronic meds for the rest of their lives. 
And Mama Warrior was like, under no circumstances is this the end of the story. Mm -hmm. And she looked at my doctor self. I was in medical practice for five years at the time. I had no idea, no idea what to do. So a week later, I went to my kid's school where a lovely lady was giving a talk on nutrition. And I walked in thinking I know everything because, you know, I'm a pediatrician and all that. And I sat 7.30 in the morning in a freezing cold first grade classroom, in this tiny little desk, and the fog lifted and I got full clarity on the root cause of my children's chronic disease. Mm-hmm. All the lady talked about was sugar. 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 Wow. Wait. So back up real quick. So you are a pediatrician and your kids are experiencing these things and you're going to other specialty pediatricians in order to figure out remedies. Is that what's going on? I was going to their general pediatrician. Okay. But you weren't their pediatrician. No, my gosh. No, I don't treat my own children. Got it. Yes. But you do now or you did, right? Well, now, I mean, now they're my nurse practitioner takes, treats them. I don't treat my own kids. Got it. Okay. So sugar. Sugar. And you know, and I was like, well, they were having strawberries at lunch and broccoli at dinner. I was like, look at me. Look how balanced they are. Amazing. And um, anyway, I came home that night from work, 7.30 at night, and my stilettos walked directly to the pantry, took a giant trash bag out. And I was like, we are done. And I threw out the Lucky Charms, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Mm -hmm. apple uh, juice boxes, chocolate milk, mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, Orange peanut butter crackers with peanut butter. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, girl. And you name a garbage. We were eating it because I didn't understand what was contained in those boxes. And then, you know, that's when the era of isolation began. I was ostracized from my own house. My husband and I proceeded to fight over food over the next five years. Wow. My friends and family was like, have you lost your mind? Mm-hmm. And my partner's like, what are you doing? Where's the medical evidence? And I'm like, I don't know where the medical evidence is that children should eat more fruits and vegetables and less food coloring, sugar, and chemicals. But it cannot be the wrong answer. Right. So over the next, <laughs> you know. Everyone asks me like, hey, where science doesn't say, you know, these chemicals are bad for you. And it's like, do you want a plate of those chemicals for your Thanksgiving meal? And it's like, no, you want real foods. Like we're designed to eat real foods. And I don't think we need science to back that up. Mother nature yeah. knows what our body needs, right? Because it was like, what multivitamin? I'm like, an egg. Yeah. You know, no, 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 really. But what supplement do I get for vitamin D? I'm like, sardines. Yeah. What about zinc? I'm like, liver. Right, You know, and it's mother nature has already put all the vitamins and nutrients we need in whole foods. Mm -hmm. But because of the the media and the marketing, we are now so confused. Confused. So over the next five years, I changed my kid's diet and they stopped needing antibiotics. They started needing medications. The asthma went away, eczema gone, constipation gone. And by 2016, We moved to New Zealand, we quit our jobs, we moved to a new country, no health insurance, no medical doctors, no medications, and my children thrived. They climbed the highest mountains and they bungee jumped off all the bridges with no chronic disease. So when I came back to the States, I'm like, well, I'm not going to do pediatrics like I used to because I've seen a different, you know, and in New Zealand, I was able to practice medicine differently because there's no malpractice and there's no hospital like micromanagement like it's here. And the kids that I was treating in New Zealand, 90% of them got better with lifestyle and dietary changes. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So, and now you're currently practicing this in the States, correct? Yeah. And to answer your question on holistic is, so in the traditional model, if you have eczema, you see the dermatologist. If you have asthma, you see the pulmonologist, right? Mm -hmm. Stomach issues, gastroenterologist, a lot of ists, and those are all specialized in one organ system. Holistic medicine is we look at the issue with your eczema, for example, but we look at the whole body. Holistic means whole, like the entire thing. So the eczema on the skin does not live in an isolated bubble. It is part of a whole system of inflammatory things. And it starts with your guts and your lungs are affected and your brain's affected. Everything is affected. So we look at a person who has an issue at the whole person, at their family, at their culture, at their environment. And that's how we start digging out and figuring all the different things that can help this person thrive, not just at your lungs, not just at the skin. Oh my gosh. I love this. Dr. Anna Marie, we need so many more doctors like you. So many, we need to just clone you a trillion times. (laughs) So tell me this, you said you fixed 90% of the patients through diet and lifestyle. How do you approach this conversation? Is this parents coming to you saying, listen, I'm ready for a holistic approach or how do you educate someone that this can help their kids? Oh, it's so tricky because you know what? You can't help those who don't want to change. Yep. You know, and if they are like, no, I really love my Frosted Flakes or Lucky Charms with all the food coloring in it and there's Uh no problem and you're crazy, you know what? I back off. I'm like, you do you. You do you. There's no shame. You do you. Yep. In my practice, because the people know what I do, so they come knowing what I'm going to say. I mean, they're like, we know you're going to make us give up the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, my sneak attack is I show up on Instagram every day. I show up on TikTok now, YouTube every day, and I just plant the seeds. And for some people, they're going to change because they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that the turkey... Thanksgiving gravy had caramel color in it. And you don't say, is it soy oil? Hmm, let me think about that. And just that one seed for one thing, they're like, well, let me look at the, oh, let me choose a different one for my Thanksgiving this year. And then after Thanksgiving, they're like, well, if that was an ingredient in gravy that wasn't good, huh, I wonder what is in my kid's breakfast that might be a problem. It just makes the people start thinking. Mm -hmm. And then in a sneaky way, they're like, wait, now I'm starting to question more things. Wait, now I want to change. Now they're asking me questions. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I need to tell myself that as well, because with what I do, often people come to me and they're like, you know, oh, what you're talking about, one, those food swaps are too expensive. And then I say, well, you know what? You probably are spending it on eczema medicine or your inhaler or missing work appointments or pain medication because you're dealing with the consequences of eating these inflammatory foods. So that's one thing. And then there's just other people where I say, you know, you have to have your own wake up moment when you're ready to bring whole foods into your life and foods made with real ingredients. So do I have this right? Do you specialize in eczema with children? I do specialize in eczema. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so how you have a course created around it as well. Is that right? Yes. uh, We just couldn't keep up with the demand with one-on-one. So I created an online eczema program. And then what I learned is that the folks that are in the program compared to people that were one-on-one in clinic, my folks in my online eczema program did better because we build a community. We do group 
calls yep. where the other mamas and the other parents listen to what everybody else is going through now they see, and they see people getting better when you see people get better in your situation it empowers you mm-hmm. and it strengthens you it gives you hope so you're going to stick with the plan when you do it by yourself you just want to give up sometimes because it's lonely and it's exhausting and it's really hard yep. when you are in an environment where everyone pulls everyone else up and everyone is cheering you when you're doing well and everybody boosts you up when you're not you are going to heal faster and better. And in fact, people are healing their whole families. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So what's the first step in helping? How do you help children clear up their eczema? Is it by reading the labels or is it boosting their immune system? What's the steps for that? Oh my gosh. Favorite question. And this goes for eczema or anything. It really starts with a mindset. If you have the mindset that this story is not the story you have envisioned for your child or your people, you're going to change that story. That's where it begins. Because when you go, well, if we're going to use eczema as an example, well, my doctor said I'm going to use topical steroids or Dupixin is the medication, the treatment plan. Oh, well, that's what we're going to do. That's a limited belief, but that's okay. Everyone is on their journey where they're supposed to be. But if you're like, hmm, I don't think Depixin sounds right to me. Really, daily topical steroids on a four-month-old? I don't think that sounds right to me. There's got to be more. What could we do more? That's who I work with. When we're starting to question the status quo and we're, we want and expect and our vision is clear skin or clear lungs or a healthy brain without medications, that is where it all begins. You have to have the mindset because otherwise the work is too hard. And then after we do that, actually, I begin with processed foods and reading the labels just like you preach every day. We got to read the labels. You can't get to dairy because I, I can't tell you how many people I have like, well, we gave up dairy and it didn't work. I'm like, well, you see Gatorade is dairy free. Right. <laughs> Oreos are dairy free. Oh my gosh. For chemicals and preservatives and sugar. So we cannot get to dairy. Dairy step three. Right. We have to hit processed foods and we got to learn because there's now much more data, more and more data on red dye, blue dye, yellow dye, and the relationship to eczema, for an example, not to mention asthma and ADHD. Now there's tons of studies coming on BHT, TBHQ. These are all preservatives that are actually cancer causing liver enlargers, kidney enlargers. And now they're showing the relationship to inflaming the body and show up as eczema, asthma, allergies. So before we're like, oh, there's no studies. I'm like, mm, not anymore, folks. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of data out there that is showing that these food colorings and preservatives are indeed inflaming our children. So we got to start with reading the labels. Exactly. And no one's talking about these studies and they're hard to find and they're very few. And so they can be contradictory. But you know what? I like to say, listen, our food has changed. There used to be 10,000 grocery items at the grocery in the 90s. Now there's over 50,000. Consumers are confused. There is buzzwords like gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, dairy-free, unsweetened, and it doesn't mean healthy at the end of the day. So I love that you're touching on that food is playing, it's inflaming our system and we're seeing the, I guess, the medical diagnosis from it for sure. What are your top three ingredients in food that kids and parents alike should absolutely avoid? 
Oh my gosh. I got to tell you, there's just no room in my life for food coloring. Okay. These days, the companies have changed, you know, thanks to the food babe. She has done an amazing job of petitioning companies. So, you know, since I'm at the grocery store all the time videoing myself, it's a favorite hobby, videoing myself on food coloring and ingredients, I've noticed that a lot of foods have changed from artificial colors to beetroot, turmeric. So they've done a lot of substitutions. So I have to give a kudos to the food industry. They are making changes. Mm -hmm. Then after food coloring, we're going to look at preservatives and you go, oh my gosh, well, how do I know it's a preservative? Simple trick, simple trick. If you can't read it, don't eat it. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, what is monosodium glutamate? Okay. If you have to look that up, that is not a food. You're going to put that food back. Mm -hmm. If you have to look up what is sucralose, mm, not a food, putting it back. And I usually do this. This is a great thing to do with kids because I, I, in my clinic, in my previous life, when a traditional model, when I was changing the way I practice medicine, I would try to talk to the parents and they would give me all the excuses, right? Because you either have results or you have excuses. So my families that were full of excuses, I started looking at their kids and I said, listen, I know that you're in first grade, so I know you can read. They're like, of course. I'm like, great. And they're, let's say the kid was eating Lunchables. I'm like, when you, I want you to go home and I want you to turn that Lunchables box around, take a highlighter, and I want you to highlight all the foods you recognize as food. So if it's cheese, ham, cracker, sugar, highlight those, you know those. If more than 50% of those ingredients are highlighted, we will call it food. If not, it's a chemical experiment and I don't want you eating that ever again. Mm -hmm. And the kids would do it and they would highlight and then the parents would come back and they'd be so mad at me because they're like, you just made her life so difficult because they're refusing to eat Lunchables. Oh so if you can't read it, don't eat it. That's how you know it's a preservative. I love it. I actually trademarked the slogan, if you don't recognize an ingredient, neither does your body. Amen, girl. Yep. I'm with you on that. Okay. So where can people find out about your course? And is that the main way people are getting help through this, this holistic approach? Well, guys, I got to tell you, before we get to the course, we got to do some base work. We got to start, you know, we got to change our mindset. We got to make sure that we're on the same page because not everybody's a fit for working with me in the online program. It's like, oh, I just pay it. And no, that's not how it works. So what I would love for people is to find, you can find me at Costco, Target, Walmart, where I video on a regular basis all the different ingredients, all the label reading. I shop for you and I actually do price comparison because one of the things you said, Jen, was that people are always like, it's more expensive. It's actually a false belief that it has been put into our heads. I work with families in poverty and we go food shopping together on food stamps. Wow. And we're able to stay within a budget. So follow me at Costco, at Walmart, at Target, where we go and we read ingredients. We look at foods. I give you a variety of food options. Once you begin, you can find all those on my Instagram account, YouTube, TikTok. It's D-R-A-N-A Maria Temple. All those same names for all the accounts. And I would love to show you the things that I do. And then if you decide that I want to take the next steps for eczema, I have an eczema lady account on Facebook and Instagram. It's called eczema lady, where we talk about all things eczema and all different things that I can help you and your family make small steps. And then you're like, Hey, I want to take the next leap. Great. You can apply to our program. That's awesome. I love it. Beautiful. Okay. Awesome. One quick question, because I see you do have this on your social media. How do you feel about Stevia? 
We're just talking about that. So stevia has to be counted as an added sugar. A lot of people give themselves a pat on the back. They're like, well, I don't have any added sugar. I eat stevia. Mm -hmm. It's a sugar, comes from a plant. You have to make sure that you know what it's in the stevia. Is it a stevia leaf extract? Does it have alcohol? Does it have erythritol or xylitol? Because some alcohols are used in order to mask bitter taste of it. Also, there's not clear data on how much stevia a child can have. For some rough data that I've gone is that in the stevia, there's um, a drink that, and it's coming to my, I don't drink the soft drink anyway, but there's not, there's no strong data to show how much stevia a child's body can contain. And we do have data to show stevia can upset the gut microbiome and change the balance. Having said that, if you have stevia once your day in your protein smoothie, and that's it, move on with the day, you're done. But if you're like, oh, but then my tea has stevia and then my cookies have stevia, my coffee, my smoothie. My protein bar. Yes. So I think we give ourselves too much of a free pass with monk fruit and stevia and we act like it doesn't exist. And we have strong data to show that kids who eat stevia and monk fruit regularly, their taste buds crave more sugar, more carbs, and have increasing difficulty with weight issues. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. Well, thanks so much, Dr. Anna Marie. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate everything you're doing. You're doing an amazing job. And for everyone listening, you can go follow Dr. Anna Marie Temple on social media, also at the Eczema Lady and check her out. I appreciate it, Dr. Anna Marie. Thanks. Thank you so much. So great to be here. Yeah. listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Hold up. 